This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budget, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increased their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over 27,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And right now, through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. Head to NetSuite.com slash C-Suite for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. NetSuite.com slash C-Suite. This podcast is produced by podcastandradio.com. Small Biz. Small Biz America. The Brain. Our guest on this segment is one of the nation's most sought-after business and motivational speakers. Samantha DiBianchi founded DiBianchi Real Estate back in July of 2011 with the idea that her unique background in hospitality and passion for real estate could help her provide the market with an innovative real estate buying and selling experience and approach second to none. Today, Sam represents athletes, entrepreneurs, investors, and locals and provides all of her clients with the best-in-class service. Sam also writes and speaks frequently about the housing market on Fox News, Fox Business, CNBC, and Bloomberg. Her expert advice and opinions have been featured on major media outlets, including Forbes, Bloomberg, Huffington Post, Fox News, Fox Business, CNN Money, and many, many more. And she's also the first lady of Million Dollar Listing Miami, which can be seen on Bravo TV. As the millennial millionaire of the money-saving business site, The Penny Hoarder, Sam helps people turn her side hustle into full-time gigs with her business advice and motivation, and she prides herself on employing a no-nonsense, straightforward approach, constantly aiming to raise the bar of the real estate industry. Samantha, welcome to the program. Hello. Thanks for having me. Great to have you. So you're going to be bringing hundreds of people to the G. KIC Super Conference. This is coming up in Orlando, Florida. April 19th is the date. It lasts through the 21st. What information or give us kind of a teaser or preview about what you're going to be doing there? Yeah, of course. Obviously, I'm I'm very excited. I love public speaking and really motivating and inspiring people. And really what I talk about is how I got to where I am, which comes down to how to make yourself known in your industry and how to be an expert in your industry. And, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, I need to hire a publicist or I need to spend a bunch of money. And the reality is you don't. And while it doesn't take any money or cost any money, it will take a lot of hard work and hustle. So for those that are ready to put in the work, you can be very successful and make yourself known in your industry, but it will take some time. So it sounds like the focus is, first of all, establish yourself as that authority, that person, that go-to. And then it's about inertia into the market. Do I have that right? Right. It's really about building your brand. So, you know, you can go into your business and transact or sell or do whatever it is that your business requires. Or you can do that while also building a brand. And I think that, you know, in today's society where everyone's on social media and trying to create themselves, 
it's important to understand how to build the brand, how to build the correct brand and the importance of it with maintaining longevity in your industry. Okay. Terrific. Um, when you talk about branding and this longevity, this idea of a durable brand for you, what did that mean at the instant at the instant you started to formulate your unique position? I'm just curious. Yeah. So when I first started, obviously, you know, I was a realtor, I got my realtor's license and I, thought that, well, I have a real estate license. Now I'm going to make a bunch of money. Everyone's going to want to use me. And that's not the reality. Nobody wants to be your first client. So instead of necessarily, you know, focusing on just trying to get business, I focused on building my credibility and my reputation and my brand. And I started to blog and I started to repost different articles and, and give my opinion on articles and different scenarios and situations relating to my industry mm-hmm. and gaining that momentum and traction and credibility through that. And in turn, I was building my brand, but I was also building business because people saw that I knew what I was doing. I knew what I was talking about and they liked me and they trusted me. And from there, you know, I was building that much more. I wasn't just getting the one person. I was getting their, their friend, their family, someone after that. And it allows you to do so many different things when you build your brand versus just trying to get a deal from one single individual, you know, over and over and over. Yes. Yeah. I, mean, I love that distinction between transactional, seeking transactions, as we sometimes call it, and the building of a durable brand where you get the know, like, and trust, you're positioned as an authority. And it sounds like one of your main themes there is that you ran them in parallel. They really ran together at the same time, didn't they, on separate tracks? Right. I mean, they kind of have to in a way because... Yeah. You know, you're not necessarily seeking the business because it's, as I said before, it's hard to really get that first client, but you're focused more on building the brand and naturally you'll get business from that and you'll get business slowly. You're not going to get inundated with business. I mean, you could, but I wouldn't expect that, but it will be running at the same time. So, and I think anything really in sales and Actually, I think any industry, you know, you're working on getting those clients and, and getting the customers, but at the same time, you ha- you're working on those customers, but at the same time, you still have to market yourself and advertise and PR. So it's just, it's very cyclical and it's just round and round and round. And I yeah. always tell people that it's like you're running for mayor. You never win, but you just definitely never want to lose. And it's just one big campaign. You're, you're just constantly campaigning. It's very cyclical and you have to, you know, outpace everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. It really comes down to this drive. Of course, you're famous for that as well. How would you explain the development of your media presence? This might be something that's curious to our listeners. Okay. You're out there, you're blogging, you're writing, you're doing interviews where you can. I mean, how did, how did the, that piece of your career or that track of your brand building occurred? Were you discovered? Tell us a little bit about how that happened. No. So, you know, the fun thing about PR is that anyone can do it. However, you need to know how to present yourself and you do need to know about your industry. You can't just, there's only the fake it till you make a concept can only go so far because right. you need to be intelligent. <laughs> so, and you need to be able to speak about what you do in your craft. So, you know, there's a bunch of different websites. One of them is Haro, H-A-R-O.com, mm-hmm. and it tells you where all of these different writers, you know, podcasts, different uh, television networks, and they need people to interview about certain topics, and it 
displays all of the topics. So I was always doing that and saying, hey, I can speak about this. I can write about this. I can be, you know, the person you're interviewing. And there's just so much stuff out there. In addition to that, you know, people always look for content. And, you know, a, a fun story is there's a big, you know, local newspaper. It's called the Sun Sentinel that is in South Florida. And I noticed in their Sunday section, their Sunday real estate section, they never had a real estate writer. And that's, you know, I mean, it's it's the biggest section of the week, Sunday open house section is what they called it. Wow. And there were, I don't know, 50 or 100 different real estate agents that would advertise and have their picture, but there was never any actual content and mm-hmm. art. Mm-hmm. So I reached out to the editor because, again, everything is public. You could see who the editor is, and you can go on LinkedIn, or generally it also says in the newspaper what their email is. And I said, hey, you know, I'd love to write an article for you guys. And they said, well, you know, it, it sounds like a great idea. We definitely could use it, but we need to reach out to all of the people that advertise with us first because I wasn't advertising with them because uh, I didn't have the money to spend. Interesting. And they they reached out to, you know, 50 to 100 people. They came back to me about a few days later and they said, okay, you have the column. And I said, really? You know, I was surprised because I figured, you know, at least one person would want to write this of 500 words. You get a half a page, 500 words, your picture, your information, and you, you're positioned as an expert. And he said to me, he's like, Sam, you know, I called every single one of them and none of them wanted to put in the work. They just would rather pay to have their picture there and not put in 500 words. So that's how I got that. And there's so many opportunities like that around, um, you know, needless to say, I did not get paid for that, which is fine. And, but, you know, I mean, having positioning yourself like that, I mean, nothing can buy something like that. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of that out there. It's just a matter of hunting down for it, seeking it out and making it happen. But yeah. it definitely pays off. Yeah, absolutely. It's not about uh, taking cash for that type of transaction, uh, providing content. It's such a brilliant trade. And the others that pay for the advertising, no doubt they were busy with the business of the business, but lost sight of the fact that they really do need to generate content in order to keep themselves in motion in terms of their in a growth stage of their business. Uh, and, and that's the piece that you right. did differently. You were just authentically curious and, and driven to, to be everywhere you could be. And you saw this opportunity and you, and you pursued it. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I and mean, it also just sets you apart because it's, you know, if you're opening up the newspaper and you see 50 real estate agents advertising, but then you see one that has not only their picture and information, but also they're writing about the real estate market. Who are you going to call? You're going to call that person who's giving an opinion and positioning themselves as the authority in that business. So, you know, it's, it's just kind of mind boggling how nobody else wanted to do that. Yeah, as you tell that story, and I, I, I just wonder, it'd be interesting to see uh, faces in the audience as you tell this story. It was just really pure drive in you. Plus, you know your stuff, and, and you really are an expert. So you, you, you had the content to back it up, and you have the skills to write. Not everybody that can transact in real estate can write an article. Let's you know, let's face it. That's uniquely your uh, your space, and you've claimed it. So I love right. that. I love that story. We're visiting with Sam DiBianchi. She is the founder of uh, DiBianchi Real Estate, located in South Florida, but we're 
worldwide, everywhere on uh, a lot of media outlets all over the place. And we're talking about a range of uh, subjects around a business that sh- uh, she speaks about. By the way, you'll be speaking at the GKIC Super Conference in Orlando, Florida, April 19th through the 21st. For those listening in the long tail, you can find Sam and the work that she does at www.dbianchi.com. But my blogs and kind of more business-focused website is samdbianchi.com. Samdbianchi.com. That's D-E-B-I-A-N-C-H-I. So you're also an expert in business building. Let's talk a little bit about that. Do you have ideas or tips or inspiration that you, when, when you speak, for example, uh, for other entrepreneurs, let's say if they're in the startup phase of a business or, or the growth phase, and we've hit some of this already in the context of your story, but anything else to add there in terms of the startup stage or the growth stage? Of my personal business or well, of my business with growing other agencies. Well, there's, here, I'll just, you know, we'll edit this out, but there's a, it, Melanie says, uh, what tips can you give to other entrepreneurs and small business owners out there to help them start and grow their business? So that was sort of the origin of this. So I was just going to see if there's anything else yeah. you want to add in terms of when you speak to people. So, Sure. I mean, I think the, what's important for people to know that's easier said than done is to not fear uh, failure and to know that you're going to make mistakes, you're going to lose money. And I remember, you know, when I first started growing my company and I'm thinking I'm spending all of this money, it stresses you out. You know, you don't know if you're going to make the money back or what's going to happen. But if you spend the money in the right places and, you know, just as I said before, with writing that column, which that wasn't money, but that was time, you will see a return and you will see that payoff. And sometimes, you know, Uh, you'll see months and months and months of just nothing. You're not getting any clients. You're not seeing any money come in, but you have to maintain persistence and patience and just know that with persistence and patience, it does come around because people do notice hard work. People do notice when you're very good at what you do. It's just, it's all about timing. Excellent. Excellent. And this is Probably a lot of what you'd say to folks that would ask, how do you overcome challenges in the business that they're in? Everything you've just said certainly applies to that scenario. Yeah, I mean, how do you overcome challenges in your business? I mean, you really have to analyze, okay, what could I could have, what could I have done better? And I know that's easier said than done, or someone will be like, well, that's obvious. I should always analyze what I could have done better. But I actually, you know, write down different scenarios. I don't just think about it in a hypothetical term. I, I, I write them down and it's like, okay, maybe if I went this direction, this outcome would have happened. Or if I went in this direction and in this direction, I generally have three different ways I, I play scenarios out. So I'm better prepared for the next time that something similar happens. And I think that's really, really important. Um, I think something else that's important is, you know, especially in businesses that have, you know, 5, 10, 15 plus people or larger companies, you need to really put people in positions that they excel in. So, you know, sometimes you you bring on staff or employees um, that are, awesome people, but they're just not good at the the tasks that you put them in. And you're like, well, should I let them go or should I keep them? I feel bad because they're nice. And what I always try to do 
for my assistant, for example, I, I inundate him with a lot of things, especially in the beginning. I really inundated him. <laughs> and I, from right. there, <laughs> I, from there figured out what he's good at and what he likes, because if you give someone what they're good at and what they enjoy doing, they'll generally produce a great product or a great return for you. Mm. And, you know, just because they can't do everything well all the time, that doesn't mean they're not good for the company. So that way I know where the voids are in my company. I know my assistant can do X, Y, and Z, but I will need to find someone who can do A, B, and C. And, you know, really analyzing that. Sometimes people bring people on into their company and then they never look back. They never analyze anything. And they just hope for the best. And that's just not how to build a solid company. Yeah, the other thing, Sam, that you point to there is it's not necessarily binary, good or bad, uh, zero or one. You know, there's a dynamic there. There's a sort of interplay between what they're good at, the, the total need of the company, and being able to pivot what you thought they may be good at and, and move into filling that role with someone else. I mean, there's, you're describing almost, almost this dynamic sort of ecosystem that you create, and it's on the fly, and you're willing to be creative with it. And, and that makes the people around you happier, more fulfilled in their jobs, and, and it just creates a better organization all the way around, which ultimately uh, flows yeah. back to your customer. Uh, and real estate is not an easy business, as, as most of us uh, gather from the, the outside looking in. So, uh, great tips, great insights from Sam DiBianchi today. Sam, thanks so much. Uh, great to be with you. The website, yeah. samdibianchi.com, and that's D-E-B-I-A-N-C-H-I. Also want to mention uh, she is speaking at this conference, the GKIC Super Conference in Orlando, which starts April 19th through the 21st. And that website, gkicsupercon.com. Sam, thanks so much for spending time with us this morning. Yes, thank you so much for having me. Small Biz. Small Biz America. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.